0: I'm Mitch Golich, and welcome to episode 27 of Mitch Eats Food, a podcast where I talk about eating food. Thanks to everyone who has subscribed in iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or Google Play. And a reminder that while you're at it, why don't you go in and leave me a rating and a review in iTunes or Apple Podcasts. I always really appreciate it. It helps other people find the podcast. So while you're in there, or even if you're not, why don't you pull it up on your phone or your computer and leave me a rating and a review. Now, I mentioned last episode that the podcast is celebrating the one-year anniversary, which has been fun. So if you're new at some point... Anytime time along that year, it's never too late to go back and check out everything that's already in the feed. And as a reminder, you can also follow me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Just search for Mitch Goldich and you'll find me because, of course, it's essential with a food podcast. You need to see food pictures. So go search Mitch Goldich there. You'll see pictures. You can leave comments. And also, as I mentioned last episode, I just recently launched a new Instagram account just for the podcast Specifically, where I actually post pictures every day, sometimes from episodes, sometimes from not. So why don't you go check out Mitch Eats Food Pod on Instagram, which is my new account. It's been fun having that. And so now you have all the places where you can find me. Now let's roll right into episode 27. Now, uh, we're continuing a little bit of a trend here. Just a few episodes ago, back in episode 24, I went to Levain Bakery, which I said at the time was a super obvious place that it felt like everyone in New York had already been to except for me, but it was somehow my first time at Levain to get their amazing chocolate chip cookies. So we are continuing that trend with another place that I would guess most people who've lived in New York or in the area, a lot of them are probably familiar with already. Now, you already saw it in the title, so I won't leave too much suspense, but it is Emac and Bolio. Which is a wonderful little ice cream shop in the city. Uh, I mentioned a lot of people have heard of it already. I'm sure they have two in Manhattan, another in Brooklyn. They're in Massachusetts, New Jersey. I was looking at the website. They have one in Orlando. They have some international. So it's not like uh, sometimes I try and find a nice hole in the wall, little gem in New York City. This is a very well-known place that a lot of people know. But somehow I had never been, even though, again, my fiance Sam, who you know from many episodes, she's been there a bunch. She's told me. This is actually, it's really similar, <laughs> the parallels between E. McAmbolios and Levain in the Sam had been there a bunch. We talked about going, we'd walked past it, we just had never actually gone there together. So, we were walking past it the other night and decided, all right, let's pop in and have some ice cream. At first, I wasn't sure about doing an episode because I thought, okay, it's ice cream, how much can you really say? You know, most of the time, ice cream is the same, but. There was one thing—the first thing I saw when I walked in, which was really the selling point for me, not just to eat there and have something maybe bigger than I otherwise would have, but also to do a podcast. It is the cereal cones, which were awesome. So they have this, uh, the, like, sort of a display shelf, uh, which is clear so you can see through it. Uh, I guess, yeah, I guess that's uh, dumb. It's that's how display shelves work. But anyway, they uh, right there where you're ordering, right at the counter, they have all of these cones on display. And they have basically all of the key cereals that all of us loved when we were like eight years old and could eat as much sugar as we wanted. They take all of those cereals and turn them into like Rice Krispie treats and then work that into the cone. So you've got a normal ice cream cone and then at the top you just have this Rice Krispie treat – I'm doing Rice Krispie in air quotes – of different cereals – that just extend the cone upward and outward so that it's bigger, it can hold more ice cream, and also so you just have this really good, delicious layer of cereal. So uh, I'm looking at a picture here uh, to keep track of all the flavors. They had Cocoa Puffs, Captain Crunch, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Cocoa Pebbles, Fruity Pebbles, Cocoa Crisp, Fruit Loops. So like I said, all the cereals you enjoyed when you were a kid. Plus they had all kinds of things going on with Nutella and Oreo. They had chocolate pretzel cones. So I think of all the ice cream places I've been to, and I've been to many, uh, you know, homemade mom and pop shops, big chains, tons of places in New York and elsewhere, I think I can go on record that they have the most impressive display of cones that I have seen And that is such a huge selling point for this place. I actually, if I must admit, a lot of times I am a cup guy instead of a cone guy. Uh, Sometimes, uh, you know, especially when it's just like a plain, boring, normal ice cream cone. uh, You know, maybe sometimes I'm a plain, boring, normal guy and it's just easier to eat it out of a cup with a spoon than dealing with the drip of the ice cream cone. But when you see a cone like this, you've got to splurge. So I got the Cocoa Puff Cone. And it was great. Uh, Like I said, it's sort of made of, you know, how Rice Krispie Treat is put together with marshmallow and it's kind of melted down. They just use that same kind of marshmallow. So it has that same kind of texture. Um, like you'd get from a Rice Krispie Treat but obviously it's made out of Cocoa Puffs Um, I was debating between the Cocoa Puff Cone and the Captain Crunch Cone I sort of have an internal debate whenever somebody asks me my favorite cereal I have a hard time picking between those two I do love uh, Captain Crunch as an ice cream topping whenever I'm in a place like a 16 Handles or I guess somewhere uh, better than 16 Handles where they have it available I almost always put Captain Crunch on my ice cream but uh, I just decided to go Cocoa Puffs for whatever reason I saw it it looked good that's what I was feeling it is definitely one one of my two favorite cereals. So uh, again, it was just really great how it extended above and beyond the cone and it just holds all this ice cream. I got two scoops of ice cream and I uh, also tried a couple because, you know, anytime you go into an ice cream shop, even if you've been there a million times, you're going to pretend that you've never had some of the flavors so that you can try them. So I got the, uh, an Oreo and this one called space cake which was cake batter flavored ice cream with shortbread cookie pieces and chunks of red velvet cake. So got it. It was one of the first things I saw on the menu. And, you know, I always like to get something that sounds a little bit different, a little bit cool. That seems like something that was specific to them that you're not going to get many other places. So I'm glad I tried the space cake. It was really good. Um, I also tried a bite of their toasted s'more, which was good. And I liked it because it was a s'more, but they also had chunks of Oreo in it. So it was kind of like having an Oreo s'more. So just delicious. A great ice cream place. It was two scoops for $11, which, um, you know, seems about right. It was very big. Sometimes when you're measuring in scoops, that doesn't necessarily tell you how big of an ice cream treat you're going to get. But this was pretty big, especially because the cone was made wider by the Cocoa Puffs. So it's a great deal, and uh, it was just a fun place. The woman in front of me in line got a root beer float, which was really big. Um, I don't think I've had a root beer float in maybe 20 years, but it was really funny. They gave it to her with a scoop of ice cream in it and a straw, and they were actually like giving her instructions on how to drink it so that the pressure from the straw being in the soda didn't like make it explode all over her, which was pretty funny. There were people with all kinds of good things. It's uh, You can check out their Instagram feed. And they've got all kinds of great pictures, but it's definitely one of those spots that I like where you walk in and you look at what everyone else has and you watch other people eat and you see what they've got and check out everyone around you to make sure you don't have any ice cream FOMO. Although it's kind of impossible because if there are 10, 12, 20 people in the store eating, everyone's got something different. It's impossible to try it all. So just a fun environment, a good ice cream, a wonderful dessert. If you're ever in New York City and you're looking for a place for some ice cream, I definitely recommend it. If you walk by one and you're on the fence about popping in, go pop in, get some ice cream. And then one very final note about EMAC and Bolios, and this is uh, so unimportant and not even related to eating the food itself, but I just want to say they had a metal contraption when you pay at the cash register, you know sometimes you're paying for ice cream, and you've got a cone, and you don't have anywhere to put it down, and you got to get your wallet out, and that's a whole thing. I love that they just had this metal contraption that the ice cream cones just slot right into so that they can hold your ice cream cone while you're digging for your wallet and your credit card to pay. So I think I've seen that in other places too, but I'm always a fan of it, so I just want to say uh, good on you, Emac and Bolios, for having the ice cream holder to pay thing majig going on. Love that touch. And that's actually going to do it for today's episode. A nice short one. I've been going a little bit longer lately, especially the episodes with guests. But we're back to our original format here, keeping it to 10 minutes. Thanks, everyone, for listening. If you are new, a reminder, you can go back and check out all of my previous episodes. We're now at 27 of them, a whole year from a bunch of different states, a couple of countries. So make sure you subscribe in iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or Google Play. I did say earlier in the episode, I did make the point, how much can you really say about ice cream? But if you are a big ice cream fan, you can go back and check out episode 8 – where I went to Tipsy Scoop and had their boozy ice cream and like actual made with real booze to the point that they show you the uh, ABV of the ice cream. So if you're an ice cream fan looking for another spot in New York, you can go back and check out episode eight. That one, my fiance, Sam, was actually a guest on the episode. So make sure you subscribe while you're at it. Write that review in iTunes and tell me what you think. Tell me where I should go next. You can also follow me at Mitch Goldich. Look for me on Twitter and Instagram. Search for Mitch Goldich on Facebook. Reminder to check out the new Instagram account Mitch Eats Food Pod on Instagram. Finally, you can send me an email to Mitch at gmail.com. Make sure you tell all your friends to check out the episode, too. We are going strong in year two. I've got a couple of fun trips planned. I know I'm going to be eating some great food this fall, so uh, make sure you subscribe, tell your friends, check it out, and I will talk to you again real soon.